Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Gold Standard Podcast on the Gold Standard Podcast Network. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. He's Levin Black. Levin, it's Thursday. The schedule comes out today. Are you as excited as I am? Uh, yes, I am. I am ready to find what out what games I'm going to. You're <laughs> as excited as I am. That has never once happened in okay, the history okay. of the show. Let me rephrase. I'm excited. I don't think it's possible for me to match. <laughs> I don't think it is either. Like I'm legitimately like pumped up. Cannot wait for the schedule to come out. We'll get to some things. I'm. Are you going to go to a game? Well, hmm? maybe. Well, and we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to my schedule thoughts. We'll get to possibly uh, one angle on this whole Ian Rappaport thing that we haven't really explored yet. That kind of came up organically yesterday. But before we do, please rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network. If you want to get us higher up on the Apple charts, ratings and reviews are the way to do it. That's how you get high on the charts. So please, please, please leave a rating. Which leads me to this one from Bergeman. Five stars. Can't believe you haven't been to a game is the subject. Rob, I was drawn to your original series by your emotion and enthusiasm. I stayed for your morning updates, Levin's cynicism, which seems to align well with my 40 plus years of 49ers experiences and Michelle's super insightful historical and statistical analysis. Add in some always controversial Grant Cohn and you've got a winning program not to take away from Vish and the rest of the crew. All that said, you can't be in your business and never have been to a game. So as the owner of seats at the Levi's 501 Club, Section 218, I'd love to have you and Levin as guests. Let's make it happen. Pick a date. Your thoughts. My wife is going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to go? Um, I, I will. I have a boss in this situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that has to be discussed, but I would love to. One thing that might hold us back is the last time or the only time I've made a San Francisco trip. Uh, we went, you know, before kids, actually, uh, before marriage, I believe. We went out and, uh, yeah, it ended up being like a $9,000 five-day trip. <laughs> what? So uh, she might be hesitant to go back. Okay, I am Googling the seats and they are insanely good, like absurdly good seats. If I'm looking at the right thing, and I like to think that I am, like we have to do this. You're looking at me, so we have to do this. 
That is such a, that's an incredible offer, by the way. Can I just say that anyone that is yes. offering seats like that blows my mind. Thank you. Uh, Cause if you give the seats to me, you can't sit in them. So you're sacrificing a Sunday at the stadium for us. That would be incredible. Even if we, well, how many seats does he have? Well, he said you win. Well, uh, that's true. So you're saying, I seriously doubt he's going to say, yeah, you two go to the game. I'll stay home. Well, I don't know. It's crazy to me that anybody would offer me their seats. So I have no idea. Well, I'm guessing he has like, you know, three plus minimum, probably four, four or six. Normally it comes in evens. Well, regardless, it's incredibly generous and I'm blown away. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I would love to see that. And hopefully, um, you know, maybe I could make that happen this year. Yeah. I haven't been to Levi's. I've been to candlestick. Right. But I've not been to Levi's. We'll have to go early was, to fight the traffic. I drove by it. I, I went out to drive by while they were doing construction. So that who cares? Thanks for telling us that. Like that doesn't count as going to the stadium. That... Well, I mean, I've seen the site. I know, I know the area. I had to go to, a concert in the uh, Sharks arena. That's right there. Moving on. Let's get to the schedule talk. Um, the schedule comes out today. I'm very excited about it. There are a lot of things that I'm looking for. You don't want to hear about my 10 year old San Francisco nope. trip. Jeez. Definitely. Not. Like I can't think of anything I would rather hear about less. Um, here's what I'm going to be looking for when the schedule comes out. Number one, when is the bye week right? Like, Nobody wants the early buy. They all start in week six. That sucks. You don't want the early bye week, especially with this 49er team. Give me the right in the middle of the season. Give me week eight, week nine, week 10. That's perfect because you know the 49ers are going to have injuries. We do not want the early bye week. Oh, I thought you were going through a list. Of I, well, I was going to let you like, feel free it. to respond. <laughs> is this our first show together? Like, What is happening? <laughs> They're supposed to be back and forth. Uh, uh, my equilibrium is thrown off. I have a terrible earache. I think I have an infection in my ear. Oh, that's, set no. into that's why I have one in. So I'm blaming any <laughs> mistakes I make in this episode on that. <laughs> okay. But no, so this year is different for me. Normally I look at two things are in the last 10 years have always been top of the list. Bye week and one of the Seattle games. Hmm. This year, I got a different thing that's at the top of the list. When is the Pittsburgh game? Because <laughs> I live in Pittsburgh. <laughs> that's the thing I'm looking at first. So, the bye week, huge. Your third, your Steeler game, huge. That might be huge for Michelle, too, because I'm trying to rope us all into uh, a Steelers get-together. But... Yeah, I don't know how she does, though, because she literally works. I know. Well, but that could tie into this next thing. Because the next thing I'm looking at is... How many Thursday night games do we have? Because this year, uh, Roger Goodell can force teams to play multiple Thursday games. And look, the 49ers. Or potentially a Wednesday game, right? Uh, what Wednesday game? They, they, have a select, they have a select few Wednesday games, I said. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Are you sure? Yeah, they're, they're literally, they have, they're going to have a select few. I think it's late in the season. Wednesday games, Thursday games every week. Mm -hmm. A Black Friday game. Yeah, the Niners, are, they're game. not in that. They will have Saturday games every year or right. at the end of the year. They'll have Sunday games and Monday games. So they're literally playing six out of the seven days a week. So the Niners are summers. not playing on Black Friday, which is great. They're not playing Thank internationally. Yeah. Great. I don't care that they're primetime. I never, ever, ever want the holiday games. Yeah. I don't want the Thursday games. 
I have, I hate the Thursday game. <laughs> I don't want a Thursday game yep. and I don't want a holiday game. Yeah. I'm... And like my least favorite scheduled game was the Thursday before Christmas game against the Titans <sighs> a couple of years ago. Hated it. Like get away from the holidays. I don't want to have to deal with like potentially traveling, potentially like dealing with just the holiday and family and all that and trying to also work in well when can i watch the game and do the instant reaction podcast of course right right yes it goes without saying um but yeah the thursday game uh, look the 49ers are a popular team for prime time they're probably going to have the maximum number of prime time games this year i think they have for like the past it, it three years seems like a they have a lot of sunday night and monday night games oh, yeah. coming because they they weren't part of any like the marquee announcement games mm-hmm. that they announced, which some of them are like Thursday. We all thought maybe they'll debut week one with the Eagles. They're not doing that. So the Eagles, I forget what the game was they announced, but the Eagles week one game is part of the ones that they've already announced. So it's like, okay, they're going to be, I bet they kick off on Monday, which that's been a popular, Ugh, I think they've done that twice. I hate that. I'm guessing they'll be the, they'll be the late Monday game. So the Niners are, that's my guess for week one. The Niners will be the last game to kick off the NFL weekend. That is the the worst. When your team plays on Monday in week one and everybody else gets to kick off the season on Sunday or Thursday and you're just like, nope, Mm -hmm. sitting around. It's like watching everybody else open Christmas presents and you have to wait an extra day for yours. It's horrible. So I hope you're dead wrong on that. But the Niners will probably have... That's my guess. Just because they, they didn't have any of the others. Like We've all thought like... The, the Philly game makes so much sense for week one primetime. They didn't do it. Are you sure about that? The, they're not part of the. Yeah. Are you sure about that? You sure about Are that? Five sure minutes. That? Uh, I know that I because I'm looking and I can't see anything about that, about week one. I know that they announced that the Eagles are going to play. I think they're on Christmas, right? I know they're playing on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I could have sworn that they announced who the Eagles are kicking their season off. The. The week one game to me made the most sense um, if mm-hmm. the Eagles won the Super Bowl. But now that they didn't win the Super Bowl, to me, it's not, I mean, it's still sexy, but it's not the same. I'm seeing Eagles Chiefs rumor for week two because Donna Kelsey kind of spilled the tea on her Facebook page, apparently. Yeah, Chiefs have to do the kickoff game, so they're Thursday, the first first. Week. Right, okay, yeah, so that's what it is. So potentially the Niners could still Wait. play the Eagles in week one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll get to, I have a point about that in a minute also that I'll get back to. But then the third thing I look at is what is the travel situation? What does it look like? As mm-hmm. it stands right now, according to bookies.com, the Niners are scheduled to travel the second most miles of any team in the NFL. Only Seattle is, is scheduled to travel more than the Niners. But we know that the Niners like to stay out east if they have back-to-back East Coast games. And so that would cut down on the travel significantly. But if you look at the opponents, and if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see them. I got them up on the screen. There's a lot of long road trips in there, potentially. Washington, Mm -hmm. D.C., Philly, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. So not only do the Niners have East Coast games, but they've got a lot of them. And they're very, very long. They've got at least, let me count really quick, one, two, three, four, five, six road games that are at least 3,000 miles. Six. So where those fall in the schedule? Five Eastern Eastern Standard Time, too. Right. The Minnesota game's central, but they do not have a good history in Minnesota. Where they fall on the schedule. I attended, 
the last two Minnesota games, and they were not fun. But it's going to matter because if you've got, say, the Steeler game and the Cleveland game back-to-back, they can stay in Youngstown, Ohio, and that makes a huge, huge difference than having to go to, say, Cleveland, then fly back to San Francisco to play a home game, and then have to fly back out to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. That's what you don't want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm really hoping that Cleveland Steelers game is back to back because, like, literally the way it works is, you know, Pittsburgh is here. Cleveland is, well, I have it backwards on video, but uh, I guess it's. <laughs> Looks good on radio. <laughs> to do. Pittsburgh is here. Cleveland's up here. They're only about two hours, two and a half hours apart. And right smack in the middle is Youngstown, Ohio. Like literally, yeah. Youngstown, Ohio is an hour from Pittsburgh and about an hour from Cleveland. So if those two are back to back, that's what they're doing. And I feel like if that's what they're doing, you're probably camping out at my house for a week <laughs> so that we can go every day. <laughs> oh, man, that would be wild. Um, and we'll see. That could be. Yeah, we can we can uh, have George Kittle say hi to you and get that on video. Yeah, he'll say hi with a punch in the face, I bet. Um, you can just say, like, hi, George. I wanted to meet you before you're gone. <laughs> That'd be a great way to start the conversation. <laughs> hey, George, finally like, good oh, to meet you. you. I've actually met him already because uh, he was a guest on set at the Super Bowl. So I have met George Kittle. Um, but that was before he hated my guts. I wonder if he made that connection. Yeah. Yeah. As of probably not. As of right now, Honestly. the Niners are going to travel almost thirty thousand miles next season. Oh, by the way, in case you're wondering, it's only around twenty-five thousand miles to circle the planet. So the Niners are going to travel more miles next year than it would take to circle the Earth if they were to do that in like a rocket or something. Uh, but that's you know that's kind of their lot in life because they're a West Coast team and that's pretty much how it goes. But any East Coast trips obviously change the those numbers significantly. Yeah, I'm curious if the, if they'll break it up into like halves. Like this past year, the Niners mm-hmm. didn't leave Pacific time zone for like what the last like six weeks after week eleven. Week eleven, they were in Mexico City to play the Cardinals, and then that was it. After that, they never left the Pacific time zone, and that that's big. Like that right. makes a difference. Not having to so, cross time zones is a big deal. Right. Um, bookies.com, they had the list. Let me see if I can find it really quickly. Uh, the Niners. I, I could see them stacking this. You know, they they have those six games that you mentioned mm-hmm. that are far trips. I could see them trying to stack like five of those pretty early, and then finish the season with away games in division, which, you know, is more exciting anyways. Yeah. And so then they would only have one trip back east in the second half. The Niners are gonna travel uh gonna cross thirty six time zones if they travel as scheduled. But the other thing to think about is this too, Levin. Let's say they do have some East Coast games that are back to back. They may even have more than one. That's great, right? Yes, but the problem is the Niners are one in four after staying out east so you either have to deal with the time change going there or you deal with it coming back but you don't escape it ever and so that's clearly what we've seen with the 49ers even when they stay out east they still feel it on the way back they're going to have to get better than one and four that following week if they have to stay out east multiple times this year i actually don't know if this would be better or not now i'm thinking about it but like could they stack say five of these far away games with mixed with four home games Mm -hmm. so they play nine games and then give them like a week 10 bye you know what i mean i feel like the bye week is going to be 
determine. I seriously doubt they're going to be like, okay, you get a week four bye, and in this <laughs> long stretch with no bye, you're going to have six long road trips too. Now they've done really crappy things like that in the past. You know they've done things like I, I always hate having a long travel either directly before or after a short week. You know what I mean? Like if you play Monday night, you shouldn't then be playing Sunday on a long road trip. They can do the schedule where that doesn't happen or vice versa. You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't play a Thursday game. That's a long travel, but they sometimes don't care about that. So I'll be curious to see how they stack it to me with all this long travel. You should get one of the later bye weeks. You should, if the league actually gave a bleep, which I don't, I think they care about TV ratings first and I foremost. We'll see. I think people underestimate how complicated the scheduling yes. actually is. Yes. So I know it on a smaller scale from my college days, you know, in, in college. Yeah. They, they have the conference schedule, which the conference schedule teams don't get a whole lot of say in, you know, obviously your teams are predetermined who you play and all that, but you're out of conference games. Like uh, I actually remember one year, I can't remember if it was Purdue or ball state. Cause you know, those kind of meld in my mind. You know, I went to ball state, but Purdue's been, fandom all my life but there was one year where like they had a scheduling conflict because they all work on contracts i don't know if people know that on the out of conference stuff basically the big conference schools pay the small conference schools to come play them right and it's not an insignificant amount of money but there was one game where it wasn't working out with the schedule and they actually got one team to agree to play the following year and moved one of the teams that was supposed to play the following year up just because they couldn't work with the schedule and the, what makes it so complicated is for the NFL, what's happening in that city. They want to avoid competing. Like the teams don't want to have to compete yeah. for their market. So they don't want, you know, potentially a big other sporting event, but they also have to watch for the hotel situation. So like if a city has a huge conference going on, where like 150,000 people for this conference is planned, you know, like a doctor's conference or something like that. They don't want to have a home game during that same week because then you're going to have a massive problem with hotels and traveling and, and pricing. And so you're going to hurt your, your own fans. So that battle, and it really is a battle from what I understand, happens between NFL teams where they're saying, no, I don't want a home game that day or I don't want to travel it. And they fight back and forth. So we got a little bit of breaking news, Levin. Uh, it just came across Twitter as we're recording this on Wednesday night. The 49ers are going to play the Eagles in week 13 at 425 Eastern on Fox on Sunday. It's not a primetime game. Can you believe that? That is wild to me. It's weird. It could be like maybe the Eagles and 49ers already had too many primetime games and they didn't want to tie up that. It, that's weird. Or maybe that was there there's the battles that I was talking about between the teams, but there's also the battles of the networks, right? Uh, yes. Fox, exactly. Fox might be saying, no, we want that game. The two best teams in the NFC <laughs> right. being our afternoon game of the week. You're not taking that to Sunday night or Monday night because then it's not on their channel. And we, that could right. Have been and we got screwed last year because we were supposed mm -hmm. to have that game last year in the NFC title game. And we got screwed out of it because all the quarterbacks got hurt. That might be what's going on here where Fox was able to pull hard enough to say, no, that's not going to all prime, prime time. That's our game of the week. And I'd be interested to see when does the flex scheduling start? 
because could that be a game that eventually gets flexed into prime time? That, I mean, cause that could be for the number one seed in the NFC. No, no way would that be allowed to be flexed because flexing, like I said, there's a battle between the networks. There's no way that this game I is know. not prime time, in my opinion, if Fox wasn't fighting for that game. So they're not then going to go, yeah. yeah, flex it out. You're probably right. I mean, that does make sense. Uh, let's see. It starts between weeks 11 and week 17. So technically it would be eligible. But yeah, I do agree. I think Fox would would kick up a lot of crap if all of a sudden the league was like, yoink, yeah. we're taking this away. But that is cr- like, I think that game would rate like week 13, potential number one seed in the NFC on the line. You put that on like Sunday night football, that rating is going to be massive, 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 which is, of course, why Fox wants it. If the two teams shake out the way that's expected, yeah, that game is going to be probably the most watched like afternoon game of the season. Two huge fan bases. Uh obviously and two teams that are expected to be battling and then like you said you have the whole nobody got to watch this game last year <laughs> nobody got to see it <laughs> it's like it didn't, right it's like it never even happened um oh man i'm on the one hand i'm excited but on the other hand like it does feel bigger when you play in prime time yeah. for it to kind of just be in the scrum now granted it's it's 4:25 on fox 4:25 eastern of course uh, so that is kind of like almost like a prime time. Like it's a, it's a featured spot by the league, but not the same as Sunday night or Monday night. Yeah. I'm guessing there's going to be a Seattle Monday night game for sure. One of those two will be Monday night. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Rams prime time game. It just seems like there's going to be prime time games in division, but we'll find out like, I don't know if you want to put the Rams on it. I the Niners always they don't the fill a stadium, the but they I mean they have fans <laughs> that watch on TV. Yeah. So at least we know that one game. I like. Okay, so this kind of leads me to another point actually that I wanted to make. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending. Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I can't decide where I want the tougher games. I can't decide if I want them later in the season or early in the season. And here's why. The Niners always start slow early in the year in his career in his tenure in san francisco kyle shanahan is nine and ten in september and he's worse in october he's 11 and 16 in october so it's like hey if the niners are going to lose these games anyway make them lose to the hard teams because i don't want them to lose to the teams that we think are easier and then also have to battle it out in these hard games like we, we saw them lose to the bears in week one who finished with the number one draft pick. So, and I know it was a monsoon, but still, it's not like they were lighting up the scoreboard anyway. So maybe it's like, hey, put some of the tougher games early in the schedule and give me the, you know, the games, give me the Tampa Bays, the Cardinals games, the Browns game, I think will be an easier game. Give me all that stuff later in the year when we're rolling. Yeah, I would say probably tougher games later in the season. Normally I would want them more kind of mixed, but 
The Niners seem to be rolling normally at the end of the year. I do worry, though, that if they get stacked in the beginning, like you were talking about, you can't keep counting on having this, hey, we're going to decide to be good now and reel off a bunch of wins. <laughs> Flip the switch. Yeah. Like I, you, you don't want to yeah. count on that. So I, I feel like I'd rather start with the easy games and try to actually get a good start to a season for mm-hmm. once. Um, and if I'm being honest, I hadn't thought about this right away, but it just popped in my head like, give me some of the easier games because Trey Lance might be starting early in the year. <laughs> that was where I was going next. Whoever it is, though, right? Because Kyle's going to have to make that call at some point if Brock is going to regain the starting. Well, he'll have to decide. But, like, somebody's going to be starting for the Niners, and they may be, you know, playing well if it's if they start against, you know, teams with bad defenses. The Cardinals, I think the Rams' defense is going to be down a little bit. The Bucks' defense Rams stinks. defense is going to be terrible. Like, so that's what I mean. So that's going to affect things, too, from a, from a quarterback perspective. Trey Lance can come in and hit the ground running. All of a sudden, that makes Kyle's decision a lot tougher. Or does Kyle look at it like this? Does he say, you know what? We started off the year with some cupcakes. But I know come week seven, week eight, week nine, that's when our schedule gets really hard. Maybe I should just go back to Brock because I feel more comfortable with Brock. See, that's what I mean. Like, that's why I'm so excited because the order I feel like of all these games changes the decision-making process. I mean, to me, like, either way, I want a, a few easy games early because it's either going to be Trey Lance is starting. I would like to have him have a chance of not having to go against, you know, the Eagles defense. Obviously, that one's week 13, but I don't want to see him have to face, like, a really hard game starting right out or going to Seattle or something like that. But the, on the other hand, if Brock is back for week one, I don't want him to have the tough games where he's going to get beat up right off the bat. I want him to have a couple cupcakes right. so that he can get back up to speed and work off the rust. So either way, yeah, I, I, I kind of want a couple easier games. Not, you know, not necessarily like a chunk of five or six to where your entire second half of the season is a gauntlet, <laughs> but like, yeah, a couple, a couple early on. And you don't want, and it doesn't look like it's going to be this way. You wouldn't want Brock's first game back to be the Eagles, right? Just from a mental perspective. Yeah. He's got to he's got to get over some hurdles there. You don't want him to face the exact team that injured him and jeopardize his entire career right off the bat. But it looks like that's not going to happen because don't don't give me a Jacksonville. Um, I'm looking at the teams down there so I can see the preview of your little schedule. Don't give me a Jacksonville or say a Washington or even Tampa this year. I don't want an easy game before or after the Eagles game, because I feel like they're going to be focusing on that Eagles. Yeah. You know, you don't want a a downer game right before the old trap game. You want to avoid this, but even afterwards, like, okay, let's say they play the Eagles and it's a really close game and they gut it out and they win. Then is the next week, like a letdown week. So yeah, you know what I want? I want the Eagles game and a bye week, or I want the bye to be on either side of the, that's what I was. I'm hoping week 12 is the bye week. Um, Yep. I really don't want to see like, wouldn't it suck to go all the way to like, say, play in Philly and then have to come back and host like a Lamar Jackson uh, Ravens or a Joe Burrow (laughs) Bengals. You know, I I don't want to face an elite quarterback coming back because, you know, that Philly game is going to be a physical bloodbath. The trenches are going to be worn down. You know, the team's going to be hurting after that game. And I really don't want to see a short week. 
Like, don't give us a freaking Thursday game. Yes. I, I will be don't give really us mad if there's a Thursday game in week 14. Yeah, we that is one thing. That's oh, that's like the disaster scenario. Even if it's like a Thursday game against the Cardinals, which I don't think it would be because they've eliminated the idea that every team gets a primetime game now, I believe. And so that Thursday, the Thursday slate is probably going to be a lot better than it has been in years right. past. So it might not be like a, an easier game like the Cardinals game. It, Yeah, you could potentially have the Eagles game and then Thursday night game against the Burrow or a Lamar Jackson or Trevor Lawrence if people think he's going to pick your quarterback that you think is really good. You don't want him in that spot. I don't want the Cowboys either just because I don't want to have to. You know, the moment the Cowboys actually beat the Niners for once, the Cowboy fans <laughs> are coming for blood because <laughs> they've been eliminated two years. Yeah. Right? You know, it's To me, it gives me flashbacks of kind of like, the the era that i truly started watching i couldn't yeah still to this day absolutely hate the packers because the first three years i watched the playoffs or oh. watched the 49ers and truly took like a vested interest in their games were the years they played they faced the the packers and they lost and so i had this like special disdain and i still to this day like if the packers are good i like revel in it you know and i love it so I, I I know that's the scenario now, having eliminated the Cowboys two years in a row, that the moment they get one win on the Niners, it's it's going to be nonstop for an entire until the Niners beat them again. I'm just going to throw this out there. I think the Cowboys might be bad this year. They got rid of Kellen Moore. He's out. They brought in Brian Schottenheimer, <laughs> and Mike McCarthy says he's going to call the plays. Yeah. Let me just tell you, that seems like a really bad combination. Brian Schottenheimer is a terrible offensive coordinator, and Mike McCarthy runs the same stuff he was running when he first got the job with the Packers. Like, no. Yeah. They may be worse this year, Levin. The, the only counterpoint I would make was Dak was not good last year. He led the league in interceptions, and he missed, what, like four weeks? Something like that? He got hurt. Yep. Yeah, so... To me, like Dak should be better, and so it might balance out. The offense might not be as efficient because of play calling and design, but Dak shouldn't be turning the ball over like he was. That and Zeke's okay, not well, going to be they're... taking carries away from better players. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. That's like they've improved just by getting rid of him. Although Tony Pollard's coming off a, a major injury. Yeah, I too, really. So that's a fact. I'm sorry. I like Tony Pollard because I was on that train early. That I thought he was, be- I thought he was better player. than Zeke for two years. But at the same time, like, it's the Cowboys, so it's it's kind of like the, it's the fandom versus the fantasy aspect. I want Tony Pollard to be good because of the fanny fantasy aspect. I was in on him early. He's somebody I want to try to get in a draft if I can. But at the same time, like, it's a Cowboys player, so the fan in me says, no. I kind of hope you're not the ridiculously talented great running back that you were showing to be i hope that he is like he seems like a good guy and he was finally going to get his chance like to to be the guy and then i mean he still is he's just he's got to work back from the injury um so that's that uh so the schedule comes out today at 5 p.m pacific time that'll be the full release i'm sure it'll leak all day on thursday as it usually does (laughs) I asked Grant did you, yesterday, did you like, see do you the, know the schedule already? That might be what I'm thinking about with the Eagles. Did you see that that local Fox channel leak that then backfired? And Yeah, I quote tweeted it. Yeah. It's like, you wonder who they did that. They were correct, apparently. 
You wonder who did that, though. I mean, that's that's what I mean. Like, they're not staying up burning the midnight oil on Wednesday night finalizing the schedule. Like, it's done. So there are people out there that know it. Yeah. Um, Michelle actually doesn't know it. She texted me and said she does not know the schedule. Because I was just, I wasn't going to make her reveal anything. I was just curious. Like, I asked Grant, like, do you know it already? people know, yeah. Um, How far do NFL employees get info? Yeah. So, that's that. Uh, But I will be excited for that when that happens. And Michelle and I will break it all down on Friday when we do uh, the Gold Diggers podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Levin, you haven't had a chance to weigh in on the topic of the week, and that is, of course, the Ian Rappaport, I don't want to call it a report, but just revelation that the 49ers push back on his Sam Darnold is going to be the starter week one talk. Um, I've given my opinion several times, so I leave it up to you. What was your reaction to that whole thing? That uh, Rappaport uh, works part-time as a PR rep for the 49ers. (laughs) Off books. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean you and grant like i listened to your guys' show uh most of it on the way home uh from work today i i think you guys hit the nail on the head if what Rappaport reported multiple times saying uh either that darnold was going to compete for the backup or there were a couple times that he flat out said darnold the backup uh if they had a problem with that meaning the 49ers had a problem with it and we're going to push back on it, they wouldn't have waited a month to do it. Right. it. It's too easy to connect the dots. The team is wanting a little <laughs> bit of deniability, even though logically it's pretty simple to see what happened. They just want to be like, well, they want to be able to come back and go, what do you mean? We pushed back on it. So to me, if they had a problem with what he was saying, they wouldn't have waited multiple weeks for him to do it. I also want to point out that if they were going to have a problem with what he was saying, I think it's really convenient that Rappaport went and kind of pushed back on his comments by going on local San Francisco radio. No, he went on, it was on McAfee's show. Was it on McAfee's show? I thought he, I thought he pushed back on, oh no, that's Mayoko. I'm mixing those two. Yeah, no, McAfee was, because he was filling in for Pat McAfee because Mac, right. uh, Pat's out on paternity leave. So yeah, I, I mixed uh, the two. Ma- Mayoko went and walked back his, I'll call yeah, it what it is, idiotic sort of. comments on KMDR. <laughs> uh, but no, so, so this to was me, the... like, yeah, Rappaport, they would have come up. The team has had multiple press conferences since. Both Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have had multiple chances to push back on those publicly if they wanted to. They didn't. Since Rappaport first started talking about us, they didn't. They chose not to push back publicly. Well, if they were truly believers in Trey Lance, they would have. Because I would bet if you come out and say, if there were reports out there that, oh, Brock Purdy team isn't sold on him. It was only an eight-game sample. They're not sure what he is at this point. They would be coming out publicly and pushing back on that. 
It's a good point. Yep. Some John Lynch would tweet or we would, Mayoko would get a sudden sit down interview mm-hmm. with John Lynch and he would reaffirm their love for Brock Purdy. Absolutely. Absolutely. The one part that Grant brought up, which I thought was, I hadn't thought of, and I think is fascinating. Grant's point was like, Hey, Rappaport says this thing, right? What usually happens in those situations when a national reporter says something about a team, the local reporters that cover that team check in with their sources. Hey, Rappaport said this. Does he know something I don't know? Is there anything to this? What's going on? And then they get a response basically from the team or a report. They kind of fact check it. That didn't happen with the 49ers. Or let me let me be more accurate. I'm not going to say none of them did. If they did, none of them refuted it. So that also, to me, does lend a little credence to what Rappaport was saying the team at least had no problem with. I would all but guarantee at least one reporter did check in with a team source and was told, no, let it sit out there. We want that out there. <laughs> right. We're, we're now, good. We all know who that one is <laughs> and who his connection is. Yeah. So mm. that if the team really didn't want that, like you said, suddenly Mayoko would have had a sit down so that he could refute it. John Lynch could refute. No, we love Trey Lance. We're not trading him. What are you talking about? That didn't happen. There was no pushback whatsoever from the local media. So that tells me that those that do have connections were told, nah, we don't, no, not necessarily. No, we don't, we're not going to refute it. Don't say anything. We don't want you to, to push back on that at all. But they might've just said, we got no comment. We're not talking about that. There is, I just re- remembered this, Levin. We may be getting a quarterback update tonight. After this podcast is over, we're taping this on Wednesday night because tonight is the Dwight Clark Legacy Series. Mm. It's a fundraising event for Dwight Clark's charity, which, forgive me, I can't remember the name of, uh, but it helps raise money for former players that are going through hardships due to medical bills or whatever the case may be, whatever their situation is. But Kyle Shanahan is scheduled to be there and speak. They're going to do a Q&A, and... I guarantee those fan questions are going to be better than some of the questions in the press conferences. Yeah, but even bad. when Mayoko was promoting this uh, fans event, are going to ask better questions. Sad. Right. Even when Mayoko was promoting the event, he said in the in the promo piece, Kyle's going to give an update on the quarterback situation. So I would not be stunned if by the time we're finished taping this, there's a video of Kyle Shanahan out there talking about the quarterback situation at this event. So we may get a little bit of news. We, we may have a double whammy quarterback news schedule release Thursday. Oh, it could be good. Yeah. You know what the update's going to be? Breaking news. Kyle Shannon says they're really happy with all three quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a poo-pooer. You wet blanket. You wet know damn well that's what blanket. it's going to be. It's going to be, hey, uh, no, we love all three. We think all three can be starters. We think we have three starters in that room. Way to rain on my parade. Oh, that you that just, was you... the point uh, I was going to make. Uh, I had thought about it earlier today while I was listening to you and Grant talk. If you want proof that the team will allow stuff to sit out there, not actually believe in a quarterback, and then the moment they realize they're stuck with him, change their tune on that quarterback and publicly sing their praises. You got to look no further than the last off season with Jimmy Garoppolo because they made no bones about the fact that they wanted him gone. They were trying to trade him. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Oh, we can't trade him. 
there's no option here. Hey, he'll come back cheap. Well, we think he's a starter. Why wouldn't we bring him back? We think he's great. Suddenly their tune changed when he was actually still here. <laughs> so it's true. For anybody out there listening, thinking, oh, you guys are conspiracy theorists. No, we're, we're realists and we're able to disconnect from the fan fandom part and try to look at something honestly. It doesn't mean we're always right. Yeah, sometimes we're going to have biases creep in. We are human. But I think Jimmy Garoppolo is an ex- excellent example of how the team didn't believe in him, tried to move on from him. And the moment they realized they weren't going to be able to move on from him, they would suddenly say, hey, he's great. We believe in him. We're not just going to give him away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to revisit that whole thing. But no, that's a good point by you. And so hopefully we get a little, I'm not going to poo-poo it. I'm hoping for a good quarterback update, a juicy little quarterback morsel from Kyle Shanahan it and the happen. schedule. That'd be a that'll be a great way. I'd be a lot more confident if it was John Lynch, because there will probably be alcohol served at this thing. That's what I was just gonna say. Will there be alcohol at this event? And how soon after the event starts will the Q and A start? Because ideally, you want everybody to have time to have a couple drinks before they start to get asked these questions. Do you not? Yeah. I was just checking Twitter to make sure they... there was nothing breaking. <laughs> True. Do you think that they will have like pre-screened the questions ahead of time? So like that Kyle will just know in advance, here's what they're going to ask. Mm, no, I don't think so. I, I will say like they might pre-screen them in the fact that they go, hey, what do you want to ask? No, we're not okay with that. And move on to somebody else. You know what I mean? Mm. Like Kyle might not know what's coming. But there's going to be a team rep that's – it's just like when you – you know this. You're a right. radio guy. You do a call-in show. You call in. They go, what do you want to talk about? You tell them. If they're not interested, they say, sorry, we're not going to – I don't think we're going to get to that. If they're interested, they say, okay, hold on the line, and, you know, they'll get you in. I've called in a few. You know, I used to listen to late-night sports radio and called in a few times. There were some times they were like, yeah, that's great. We'll talk about that. And there were a few times they were like – no, we're not interested. Want to hear a funny, well, you might not think it's funny. Some people might think it's a mean story. So when I was producing Mike and Mike, we would rarely take calls. We would almost never take calls. It was just not something we did on the show. But it, sometimes we would. And because it was so rare, when we would do it, people would call like crazy. So when someone did have a comment that we weren't interested in, I would just hang up on them. Yeah. And pick up the next caller. I did not have time to tell them we weren't interested. I just hung up and picked up the next call. Um, did I enjoy it? Yeah, not going to lie. I definitely did. Um, but what else used to happen when we would do call-in shows, either not at ES, maybe a different show from Mike and Mike or whatever, every once in a while, Evan, you know, hey, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I want to ask about this. Then you say, okay, you put them on hold, and then once they get on the air, oh, well, the last caller made me think of this. Or they just plan to lie to you the whole time to get mm-hmm. on the air. Sometimes people switch it up. So does one of those fans go the old switcheroo? Oh, I want to ask him about uh, Danny Gray. Okay, yeah, fine, Danny Gray. Then they get behind the microphone and this. Why do you hate Trey Lance, you son of a <laughs> Could be that. It's a charity event. So um, <laughs> the class of fan that's going to be existing at this thing is probably, I don't know if you want to call it higher bar, but you know what I mean, like. They're, they're not the income you're talking income not class yes 
I'm talking about they're not the type that's going to be like, ooh, I'm going to trick them. They're, they're the type that are proper and they don't want to look bad and they care about their image publicly. Come on, somebody. Take one for the team. You'll never get invited back to the Dwight Clark Legacy Series. But don't worry. You could still donate. I'm sure they'll be happy to take your money. You just won't be able to go to the event. But take one for the team. That that would be the ultimate, like, maybe Kyle's had a couple of drinks. He thinks he's comfortable. He's getting questions he's been prepared for. And then, bam, throw a fastball at him. You never know what might come out of his mouth. You never know. What do you think would be worse? Kyle Shanahan getting asked, like, do you believe Trey Lance can be the starter even when Brock is healthy? You know, say that's the question. asked. How bad would it be if he goes, I'm not going to talk about that and tries to like sideswipe. Oh, this isn't the place to talk about that type BS. Cause that to me would be telling. It's, it's a very simple um, answer to say, yeah, I, I believe he could be a starter in this league. It's not so simple of an answer to say, no, we don't believe on him. We're going to trade him blah 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 and so if he sidesteps it that tells me everything yeah i suppose um don't be poo-pooing my idea i'm just thinking about so i because i always say you know there are some questions that there's only one answer to so if he really if the answer Mm -hmm. wasn't yes why wouldn't you just say it so yeah i suppose i'm on board with that i don't think he would though i think he would he might give you a word salad Mm -hmm. but he would attempt to answer it he wouldn't just say no i'm not going to talk about that I'm sure his answer would be, we think all three quarterbacks, you know, it would be a question about Trey Lance and Brock and he brings Sam Darnold into it because that's what they do. Because of course, God forbid, you can't, you can't answer a quarterback question without dragging Sam Darnold into relevancy, even though he's done nothing to continue to be relevant. But anyway, that's what's coming up on your Thursday. Uh, So look out for that. I will be tweeting my way through it feverishly. Trust me. I'm at stats on fire. Levin is on Twitter at takes by Levin. I didn't even mention shame on me. YouTube channel memberships. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody that subscribed. I should have given a shout out to all our members at the top of the show. I apologize for that. Um, I'm so grateful to see so many people signing up. I'm stunned that there are this many of you out there. Please, please, please sign up Two ninety nine a month. You get custom emojis. You get membership badges. You get priority comment response anytime we go live, which as stuff starts happening, is going to be a, a valuable tool. Trust me. Um, so please, please sign up. We'll do that and more. Maybe we'll do some member exclusive shows on different things that we can offer. So please, everybody, continue to do that. I should have mentioned that at the top of the show. Why didn't you remind me? That's not my job. What is your job? My job is to sit here, look good, and tell everybody how your ideas are. Well, you're failing at two of those things. Let me just tell you. Work on number one first, then get to criticizing my takes, you jackass. You want a story? You love my stories. Well, we're at the end of the show. Why not? I had my rental car towed on my San Francisco trip. Oh, why? What happened? So I went to their mall. I forget what the mall is called. It's the one like right in the center of downtown. It's actually when I got that Kaepernick jersey that's all red. Um. Mm-hmm. But my wife and I, we went and, you know, we lived in North Dakota at the time. So getting to a mall was a big deal to us because there wasn't one where we lived within 100 miles. So we did a lot of shopping and we come out and our hands are full of bags. And I, we parked a couple blocks away. We went like just before rush hour and the car's not there. I'm like, I could have sworn I parked on the street. So we walked the next street over. Not there. You know, like I said, we're carrying bags. So this isn't fun. 
we walked around, we went back to the mall, we went back out, we retraced our steps, literally like for an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Finally, I was like, it had to have gotten towed. We have literally walked like two miles all over the place. So I called, called the city to try to track down. And they're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then, yep, it had gotten towed. Why? The street I parked on, apparently there is like a one or two hour gap during rush hour that they don't allow street parking. And I happened to park like <laughs> 15 minutes before that time. But the crappy part is, so I got back to where I know I had parked. And I said, there is no sign here. And they said, there is a sign. I said, there's no sign here. I'm standing. And they said, look up. It might be hard to find. I look up and I can see a pole. And there's a tree in front of it. So you can't see what's on the pole. I'm like, that's the only possibility a sign could be. So I walk and I have to get directly in front of the pole and look straight up. And there's a sign saying no parking for two hours. Hidden behind a tree. So I had no way of knowing. Okay, so then what happened? I spent like 400 bucks to get it out of the tow. Oh, there's a reason why damn, it was a nine grand dollars. Yeah, it was. Did they did they boot your car? No, they they have a company that comes every day at that time and tows any vehicles that are there. And so okay. I, I went um, at man. like it was like nine o'clock by this point and got to the tow place and was able to get my car out. Um, <laughs> not so fun story. They, they gave me a ticket involved in it, in it too. So I had to pay on top of that. Yeah. I had to pay the tow company to get my car out because there's the towing fee and the impound fee. But then I had a mm -hmm. ticket from the city and I said, screw you. It's a rental. I don't live in California. I ain't paying that. And like a year later, I get a notice from like the city's attorney saying you pay 250 right now or we will file charges against you in the collections and all <laughs> not charges i guess it was they were going to send it to collections and i was like well so i had to pay another 250 like a full year later you thought you were going to be a big shot i'm not paying this i'm living black that's for beginners i didn't think they could track me down it's a rental my name's not on it you didn't think they could track you down what do you think this is 1951 of course they can track you down how'd you pay for the rental credit card yeah with the rental company well, but the rental company is not allowed to share your info you think that if the city of san francisco came knocking that enterprise or hertz or avis or whoever the hell you use is not going to give up your info so clearly they did which they're not allowed to give your info but <laughs> what probably happened was they billed the rental company and the rental company said f you this is the person that had it <laughs> right we're not paying this. Let this idiot do it. Yeah. So. Oh, that's a good story. I do enjoy your pain and suffering. Thanks for sharing. If you've got any more of those, we should just end every show like that. Just <laughs> tell me about something crappy that happened to you. I think everybody would enjoy it. I, I walked through a sketchy neighborhood next to Candlestick. I did not. Oh, that'll be next once, week's. Once again, I, I didn't know anything about it. I'd never been been there. We took a taxi. Well, don't tell it now. No, 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 no. Tell it next week. We no, no, this is the same trip. This is the same trip. We already told our Levin suffering story for this <laughs> week. You got to space it out unless unless you've had just a miserable life. We, you know, we got to be careful with these stories. <laughs> I'll make this one short. We took a taxi to the game. You know, they let us off like across the street from the stadium, like right next to the parking lot. So after the game, they had the public buses running. And a lot of people were getting on those. And I was like, that's going to take forever because they're going to stop at everything. 
we'll just walk to where we got out of the taxi and a taxi will drive by. Apparently, they don't they didn't allow taxis to do that. The taxis were like prevented and would lose their license if they picked up people after the game. We did not know that. So we just started walking down the street figuring eventually a taxi will come by. Eventually a taxi will come by. And the neighborhood next to Candlesticks not wasn't <laughs> the best. And so my wife and I ended up walking like two plus miles before we, you know, we got to a BART station and was able to get on. But it was like we expected a taxi to come by. They never did. And we just kept walking and the houses started looking worse and worse. <laughs> Maybe turn around. And, you know, go back we're, the other we wear a big neon sign for tourists, considering I was in like a full red jumpsuit. Like I, I got one of those, you know, skin tight red man suits for the game. Okay, well, that mental image is going to be stuck in my head from now until the day I die. Well, I bought. I had the full red Kaepernick. Jersey. No, no, we don't need any more description. Trust me, <laughs> I got all the info I need. I'm good. Full stop. All right, we're all good. <laughs> that is going to do it for this edition of the show. If you have a sports or a traveling horror story, please tell us. I'm now I'm totally locked into this. Leave it in your review. Rob, do you uh, have a Apple sports Pod. horror story considering you didn't play any and you haven't gone to a game? <laughs> I, I haven't gone to a football game, but I've gone to plenty of baseball games and I've traveled to plenty of Super Bowls. And I do have some horror stories that I will have to share on next week's show. Because we already shared two on this week. So next week, I promise you'll get a sports horror story from me. Maybe about the time that I almost got stuck in New Orleans at night. That was a scary thought. Um, but anyway, leave it for us. Oh, I lived in New Orleans, you big sissy. Leave it for us in the Apple review. We will read it on the show. I will get great enjoyment out of other people's pain and suffering. But look, as long as everybody ended up okay and it's in the past, it's okay to laugh about it. Especially if it happened 11. Have a good rest of your week, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.